Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to the Circe Podcast Network. I'm Joshua Gibbs, and this is Proverbial, the podcast where we explore the wisdom of the ages as it comes to us in Proverbs, by which I mean wise sayings a man may live by if he's not so arrogant as to think himself special. Episode 83, Fondest, Blindest, Weakest. Today's proverb is unattributed. I'll read it twice. The squeaky wheel gets the grease. Once more. The squeaky wheel gets the grease. This was one of my father's favorite proverbs when I was growing up. I wouldn't say it was his motto. It wasn't an idea that he lived by. But in my teenage years... He quoted this to me frequently. Maybe late teenage years, early 20s, I heard it a lot. And I think this makes sense. I imagine a father advising his son on his career is going to hear this proverb. But the parent says to the child, you've got to make known what it is that you want. Don't don't go quietly. Don't Labor quietly under unideal circumstances. Like, put yourself out there. Let your boss know what you want. The other really solid piece of advice my father gave me when I was younger, or just a thing I often heard him say, was if you do something for free for long enough, eventually someone will start paying you to do it. Which is really remarkable advice. Do something for free. And you can do it however you want to. That's the best part of doing it for free. If you do something for free, no one's going to tell you how to do it. If you do something for free, people are going to give you space. 
often means that if you're willing to do something for free, you can do it right. As soon as people are paying you to do something, you have to do it their way. Which means that you're not going to get credit for it. The person whose way it is is going to get credit for it. But if you do it for free, you can make it as good as you want. There's no hurry. There's no pressure. People know that if you're doing it for free, they can't criticize you. If you criticize someone who does it for free, they're apt to say, fine, you do it, or find somebody else to do it. And it's hard to find someone who will do something for free. If someone is paying you to do it, you have to do it their way. Which means that they'll boss you around and push you around. And they'll get their way. And if you don't like it, they can find someone else to pay to do it. But if you're doing it for free, you can do it as well as you want to, which means that you're free to become good at something if you do it for free. And what you get paid to do eventually is you get paid to do it well. You get paid to do it your way if you do it for free for long enough. But that's not this week's proverb. This week's proverb is the squeaky wheel gets the grease. There's really two sides to this proverb. The plain sense of this proverb is if you need something or want something, you often have to complain. And you've got to complain in such a way that you'll get exactly what you want or exactly what you need. A squeaky wheel is annoying. And a squeaky wheel squeaks all the time. The proverb is a very certain, very particular kind of uh, testimony to annoyance. A squeaky wheel squeaks all the time, at least when it's in use. If you've ever used something with a squeaky wheel before, like a bike or a wheelbarrow, or you've used something that doesn't have a wheel but also squeaks, like a bathroom door, like a bathroom door that squeaks loudly and it wakes the children at night because it's right outside their bedroom, you know that it's hard to tolerate because it's constant. If a wheel only squeaks once, it's not getting any grease, but a squeaky wheel, a wheel goes round and round and round, which means it squeaks all, 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 all the time. Again, plain sense of the proverb, if you want something from someone, you may have to bother and pester him until you get it. When I have students who ask me for a favor, I often tell them, yes, but you're going to have to hound me for this thing until... I get it for you. If a student asks me for a letter of recommendation, some special favor, more than nine times out of ten, I say, yes, I'll do this, but you're going to have to remind me 50 times. 
you're going to have to remind me so much that I'm going to get annoyed with you. And if you're willing to do that, then yes, I can get this for you. But that's what it's going to take. I think I'm like everyone else. If something isn't high on my priorities list, you're going to have to prove to me that you really want it. I don't say that as some (laughs) special individual. I say that as just your average modern human being. If you want something from me, you might have to pester me to get it. In the modern world, the average person is getting Teams messages, Facebook messages, DMs, Slack messages, text notifications, phone calls, bills in the mail, emails from people that are being delivered to four different addresses, five different addresses. And in this world, you have to try to get someone's attention. And on top of this, it's not as though work, generally considered work, gets priority over everything else. Why? Because work communication now takes place through seven or eight different avenues. And this is a problem which the modern job, which modern work has created. Each week, some new communication platform opens up and it's going to make everything easier, but not so much easier that we can do away with the other things. The idea that you have to hound someone to get what you want isn't new, though. So while the information age has made it, I think, even more true and even more common, this even more common problem, you've got to hound even average people, even normal people have to be constantly hounded to get what you want. Still, this is an old principle. This is an old idea. In Luke 18, in the parable of the persistent widow, Jesus Christ says the same thing about God himself. Will not God bring about justice for his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night? Will he keep putting them off? Those are Christ's own words. Christ more or less admits that God puts people off sometimes. Will he keep putting them off? He can't keep putting them off if he doesn't put them off a few times first. Do all things without grumbling and complaining is not the only thing the Bible has to say about complaining. There's also the whole Old Testament, which is a very different picture of complaining and the effectiveness of complaining. That's all. That's just the first side of the squeaky wheel gets the grease. The other side of the squeaky wheel gets the grease is the reason why it's true. And the reason why it's true is because, as painful as this is to hear, other people just don't think about you all that much. Other people think about you when they have to. There's very few people that I think about when they're not directly in front of me. I know hundreds of people, I know thousands of people, maybe. I wonder how many people I actually know. 
Who do I think about? I think about my wife, lives right in front of me. I think about my two daughters, again, right in front of me. I think about my parents, who live 10 minutes down the street from me. I think about my neighbors. I think about my two best friends, Andy and John Paul. And those right there are the first people that I think about on a regular basis that I also don't see on a regular basis. They live in other towns. They live far away. I see them maybe once a year. I think about the people I hate. And I think about my friends from high school who I haven't seen in a very long time. Those are the people that I think about on a regular basis. Most of them are right in front of me. It requires something abnormal to think about someone that you don't see on a regular basis. Out of sight, out of mind. There's a long list of people who I pray for every night. But I can say the names of all those people without picturing their faces most of the time. It's a list of like 20 names that I can rattle off automatically. While I'm willing to confess my sins to you, I don't really see this as a confession. I think this is the way that it is for most people. I think that this is how it is naturally, out of sight, out of mind. If you can think about someone you can't see, if you can think regularly about someone you can't see, you are a singular human being. You have extraordinary powers of imagination, memory, creativity. I salute you. And we've all known people like that, though. We've all met that rare human being who's only met you once, but remembers everything about you. That's not most people. That's almost no one. The sort of person that can remember you a year later and remember your mother's name or some obscure detail about you, those sort of people are unusual. They're not standard issue human beings. Those are not garden variety human beings. Most of us cannot remember anyone's name. Now, the reason why I don't regard this as a confession is because God makes it easy to care about the people that are right in front of you. And he makes it easy to care about those people because those are the people God wants you to care about. The point of the parable of the Good Samaritan is not that everyone in the world is your neighbor. That's not true. The point of the parable of the Good Samaritan is that the people God puts in your path are your neighbors and that you have a greater duty to those people than anyone else. <sighs> Plenty of people act like the point of the parable of the Good Samaritan is the complete obliteration of a common sense understanding of the word neighbor. 
And the problem with that is it doesn't actually make anything better. Doing away with a common sense understanding of a neighbor, someone that's near you, someone that's in front of you. The problem with that is that it really means you can pick and choose to care about whoever you want to. It means that you can send money to people who live thousands of miles away that you've never seen. And neglect people that are right in front of you who need the money just as much. Don't like your neighbors? Well, claim that people who live a thousand miles away are your neighbors. People that don't annoy you are your neighbors. Or the annoying people who live upstairs. Well, what's a neighbor, really? That's wrong. Our lives are ordered by God. God is at work in the shape of our lives, in the scope of our lives. Your neighbors are the people that God puts in your way. Consider also that God himself is willing to be the squeaky wheel. It's not as though God tells you anything just once. This is the humility of God. God will hound you over and over. He will whisper the memento mori in your ear over and over again. God will find with he'll find new ways to whisper it, to whisper repentance into your ear, into your brain. We are doing something else, something unrelated to death and judgment. And it's bizarre. The squeaky wheel of God's mercy is bizarre. Chicken leg on your plate. The nameless soldiers blown to bits in an action movie. The fall, the fall of the leaves. God suddenly intrudes by way of things like this into your thoughts to remind you to be very careful how you live. He repeats his precepts over and over again. Like a child. Like a, like a child who discovers a joke that makes adults laugh once. God repeats himself over and over again. He repeats his mercies over and over again. Not even God, not even God is too proud to be the squeaky wheel. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 